yeah, so through that journey, I really found my confidence. Um, we both were not living our best life. Yeah. Uh, fa- fast forward, it was not the prettiest, you know, it wasn't the prettiest, divorce isn't. Yeah. Uh, fast forward, we're all great friends. My ex-husband, my current husband, myself is great, right? There's been a lot of healing, uh, a Beautiful. lot of uh, forgiveness. Um, and in that journey was not looking for a partner. Um, was never going to be married again. Uh, wanted, to con- <laughs> <laughs> wanted to concentrate on my kids and yeah. my career. Um, and I actually went to Starbucks. This gentleman opened the door for me. I was so focused on my career. I said, prospect. Okay. This is a potential <laughs> client. And I prospected him. <laughs> I did. I got his business card. I created like a lunch meeting that, well, Amy, you know the story. Welcome to Let's Not Sugarcoat It, a podcast about the real, raw, and unfiltered side of motherhood. We're your hosts, Bella, Alex, and Amy. Let's get into it, ladies. Okay, let's get into it, ladies. Today, we're here with Danica Dutt. She is an Okanagan-raised mom, wife, and wealth advisor. She's married to the love of her life, second time around, Mm -hmm. and raising her biggest (laughs) accomplishments, her 15-year-old son and 13-year-old daughter. Over the last eight years, Danica has gone from living life in an unhealthy marriage, a body she didn't love, financially dependent on a spouse, to her best physical shape of her life, financially independent, married to her soulmate, owner of real estate, and provider to make all her children's dreams come true. Her biggest passion in life is to help women become money confident. Sorry, I'm losing my voice. She's very (laughs) proud to be an associate wealth advisor with Ben Wealth Strategies. She is a certified cash flow specialist that is an expert in organizing and simplifying your financial house, growing and protecting your wealth, and giving you back time and freedom to get back to doing what you love to do. Danica serves as, here's where she's done a lot, my friends. Danica serves (laughs) as Kelowna Women in Business president, as well as the president of BNI Business Builders. She has been awarded BDO's Top 40 Under 40. That's Ooh. amazing. Uh, from the Kelowna Chamber and was nominated with Benoel Strategies. Or is it Benwell? Sorry. Benoel. Benoel. Yes, that's okay. I can't say it either. I get heck from my boss all the time. <laughs> As one of Kelowna's best financial advisors in 2022 and is hoping to continue for 2023. That's awesome. Well, welcome. So excited to have you. Excited to be here. I've been following you guys. Love what you're putting out there. Let's not sugarcoat it. That's, yep. that's how I live. So <laughs> that's awesome. Yes. Well, tell us a little bit yeah. about your story. What makes you you? Oh, what makes me me? Well, that's 41 years yeah. of, <laughs> of, of life. Um, I did talk a little bit, if you were at the, the coffee with Chic Creative Community, but I uh, woke up one day and uh, just was not the happiest I had been, not happy with how I was looking, had lost myself. And it was actually a play date with uh, my daughter's friends that... The dad, actually, we were having coffee, handed me a book. It was Secrets of the Millionaire Mind, Mm -hmm. uh, T. Harv Ecker. So I don't know if you guys have read that, but that is something everyone should... probably has. Yeah. (laughs) And then told me about it. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, it is about money, but it's not. And I read that and what I saw inside it, it said I had blueprinted myself exactly where I was Mm -hmm. and I looked at my life and I can even picture it now just 
flashing forward from five years old, 10 years old, 14 years old, I had blueprinted myself Mm -hmm. exactly where I was. Um, But what was most inspiring is I could take an eraser, erase that blueprint and create the one that I wanted. And that really ignited the launch of the last eight years uh, to create something pretty incredible mm-hmm. to living really my best life now. Yeah. yeah. I love it. And I think um, when we read your bio, like I think, wow, like what did, so what did steps did you start to take then to build that? You, you said you were financially dependent on someone else. You were unhappy. Yeah. What So you do? I will have to say the spark of even before that was a fitness, healthy lifestyle journey. Mm-hmm. And I have to say it was a friend's tenacity to keep asking. So you guys, the fortune in any business is the follow-up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And it is about the 11th follow-up <laughs> that mm-hmm. is 100% successful. So she had been a fitness coach. Do you want to do the program? No. Do you want to do the program? I'm like, no, not. I can't. Too busy. Too busy, can't do it. Uh, Previous to this career, I was actually a caregiver for people with developmental disabilities. Mm. Love them. And was at work one day and the fourth person asked me if I was having a baby. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, oh, today's the day I think I'm going to call my friend Amanda. (laughs) Um, And it's only because she was so tenacious in her (laughs) follow-up that that is the I saw when the fourth person asked me if I was having a baby. Um, And so I called her up and I did lose 40 pounds there. And I think um, movement and body uh, confidence and how I was showing up gave me the courage to do the all the next steps. But Mm -hmm. I would say that was the number one thing that sparked me to move. I felt better. I felt more confident. I was healthier. Mm -hmm. um, And then came T. Harbecker. (laughs) Then came the book. Yeah. Yeah. So it was the mindset shift. All that. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I think... And Amy, we've talked about this. I think for women, and I'm going to speak generally, um, I think confidence in anything is Mm -hmm. huge. And when you develop confidence, the world is is yours. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. Mm-hmm. So true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do. Okay. I know she was just telling me this the other day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm also a believer of like you you dress for success, right? So we're having that conversation. I do like putting on my makeup, doing my hair, putting those heels on and like charging, even going to like Starbucks. Cause I always tell people, you never know who you're going to meet. And you, mm-hmm. you know, when you- come- I met my love of my life at Starbucks in Cologne. There you go. <laughs> <you really? laughs> Which Starbucks? Yeah. <laughs> um, Harvey okay, so let's get into that story. Let's get into yeah. that story. So you, you're open about you, you went through a divorce. Yes, yeah. Um, and- Yeah. So through that journey, I really found my confidence. Um, We both were not living our best life. Uh, Fast forward, it was not the prettiest, you know, it wasn't the prettiest. Divorce isn't. Uh, Fast forward, we're all great friends. My ex-husband, my current husband, myself is great, right? There's been a lot of healing, a a lot of uh, forgiveness. Um, And in that journey was not looking for a partner. Um, was never going to be married again. Uh, wanted to con- <laughs> wanted to concentrate on my kids and yeah. my career. Um, and I actually I went to Starbucks. This gentleman opened the door for me. I was so focused on my career. I said, 
prospect. Okay, this is a potential <laughs> client. And I prospected him. <laughs> I did. I got his business card. I created like a lunch meeting that, well, Amy, you know the story. Yeah. He didn't think it was a lunch meeting. Yeah. That was a little date. <laughs> I love it. And that, and that was the start of it. But it's That's funny to talk about the dress and the costume. So when I went from healthcare, you know, not living my best life to the finance industry, showing up more confident how I wanted to be my dress was my costume Mm -hmm. I did not and if you see what I have on today I have a blazer if you come to many Kelowna women in business events I have my blazer so my blazer is like my armor yeah and when I put this blazer on it is everything I want to be and who I want to be and and that is what actually gave me the confidence to show up to my first client yeah to close my first deal to help my first family was the costume yeah that's smart. Yeah. I remember I reading this that. Barbara Stanny book. I keep talking about Barbara Stanny, but she said something similar, like until you believe in yourself, in your business, in what you're growing, even if you have a jacket or a sweater that you're putting on that makes you feel like the person you want to be, that that's what you put on when you call the person. Yeah. Well, it's like dress for success. Right. You know, there's a whole thing about it too, right? Be so, her before you are yeah. her. Right. Yeah. And I did a ton of journaling and I still do about that too. So three years ago, I journaled on how I wanted to impact women, be a community leader and speak to them. And that's when Debrilla Bronstein asked me, you know, three years later, would you like to take president of Quib? So I believe in the journaling Mm -hmm. part too. And a lot of it is writing present day, like, like it's present day, who I want to be to a T of what it, is my hair looking like? What is my clothes looking like? What's my body looking mm-hmm. like? How am I speaking? How am I treating people? Yeah. What you know, all of those things, but write it like it's today. Yeah. So I really do believe like you have to pretend to be her before you <laughs> are her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. like act as if yeah. they say, right? Then you show up yeah. differently in your Fake life. Fake it till right? you make it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's many ways of putting There's it. There's all in the different, boxing yeah. it up, right? Yeah. But it, yeah. it is, it's that confidence mm-hmm. and going out in the world and, you know, not pretending. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, You're acting, acting, as, acting if. as if you are that person that day. And I find that when I do that, the world just opens up and I am gifted many experiences. And I've been gifted many because I'm so open, but I, you know, I come in and I like charge the world, even when I feel like poo, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, it was just yeah. like, no, I can't go looking like that, yeah. you know, but yeah. Set yeah. The in- it sets the intention. It does for the day for yeah. sure. Right. Mm-hmm. What intention, how do you want to show up in this room here? How, what was my intention? You know, I just said, please just let me speak to somebody. Yeah. Let somebody Aww. hear something they need Aww. to hear. And if, oh, you know, beautiful. set yeah. that intention first. Yeah. And to yeah. get your video of the room. Oh, yeah. 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 That's the first thing I did. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a, I've been very like FOMO of all the women and their video in this room. That's the first thing I had to do. I had to take my Let's Not Sugar Coda podcast yeah. video. Yeah. Well, now you're part of the alumni. Yeah. Yeah. For, sure. for sure. You're coming on the boat. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. We're having a boat party. Stay tuned. Boat party for all our guests. Yes. yes. This year. Ooh, so. I can't wait. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That'd be fun. Yeah. One of your, okay, I think I said this at some event when, because you know, you know people on Instagram. So I recognized your husband from a post that you had. And I was like, oh, you guys are so cute. But I remember you had this post about, um, it was like a reel or something. And you were like, this is, 
you know, what my life is. And you were so happy about your life. And you're like, eight years, I never thought it would be this. So I guess when was the moment that you were like, oh, I've recreated this life for myself. And I'm so happy in this situation I'm in. Yeah. Um, was not expecting to meet him. And, and I... And I had met my first husband when I was 16 years old. Mm. And so for both of us, and I and I have to acknowledge him too, for both of us, our experience was our only experience of a relationship and, and marriage. So kind of created a, this is what it is. Uh, and then met Carson. So Carson. And um, after four months, uh, he convinced me to go on a date with him. So I... Met him, was going for business, ghosted Mm -hmm. him, met him, created a meeting, which I thought was for business. He thought was a date, (laughs) Uh, ghosted him again. Um, And then finally, four months later, went on their first date um, and tried to cancel that. So was not wanting, was scared. Yeah. Was scared because my experience was one way. Uh, Texted him on a Thursday, said, you don't want any piece of this. Let's cancel. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And he said, no, we're going for dinner still on Saturday. (laughs) And I looked at my girlfriend like, I just tried to cancel this and we're still going. And so Saturday met him and the answer to the question, it's going to seem kind of crazy. But when I walked into the restaurant, there was, they brought us to the table. There was a comfy seat and then a chair. So like a booth mm-hmm. and a chair. And I had been so accustomed to taking the chair and the man would have the comfy seat. And he stopped me in my track mm-hmm. and he said, oh no, the comfy seat's for you. Um, That's cute. And I'm not going to lie, like in, in that moment, um, he just continually showed me worthiness Mm. and respect and love and it just kept getting better Better. and better and better now back to journaling within my first marriage I thought I was writing for a hopeful future Mm -hmm. for my first husband but many of the things that were happening and what I wanted were things I had been asking for in my journal Mm. you know now it's just six years later Um, and so being open to what you really want I think helped Um, which kind of gives me an idea I've been wanting to post about this but you know how a lot of people say you have to be alone and find yourself you know between you know in the breakup before you have to be whole before you find the Mm -hmm. new person my experience was completely different so was I working on self-development hugely all the time, taking all the courses, doing all the classes. Yes, I was working on myself. But my husband, Carson, I think was sent into my life to Mm. heal me Mm. and also healed, you know, healed me in so many ways. And with my work and his work and his continual language of you are a good mother, you're a beautiful woman, Mm. you are smart, you're an incredible businesswoman. When he was telling me that every single day, I was trying to say those same things to myself, but with both of us talking into Mm -hmm. my brain, the pathways were recreated and reconnected. So my experience is I became um, better and created this life within a team. Yeah, It wasn't something I did on my own. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's so beautiful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Once you find that 
person. You're growing together. You're elevating uh, each other. And you just tenfold yeah you know explode and yeah like it it does heal rebuild and and lift you up and then you become who you want to be faster because you have that and he's cheering me on to do it right and and that's the thing it's a team so how how do you accomplish all these things teams in every single arena of your life so Mm. team at home and that includes my kids yeah they're they're cheering for all of us to win too. Mm-hmm. It's a family thing, right? Mm-hmm. Team within Kelowna Women Business, 12 incredible women making all of this happen. Mm-hmm. Team at Bena Wealth, without them, right? I'm, I'm not able to achieve all the things I am. So yeah. I just think it's teams everywhere that, mm-hmm. and I think as women, we think we have to do it all by ourselves. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah that is a big, big, big thing with women. I mm-hmm. think we're, we're kind of, breaking a little bit of those barriers uh, and this is why we have this podcast is to you know talk about the the challenges and that together we are stronger we are better you know like you said Amy and and um yeah this is you know build each other up because then we're all growing and we're all successful and we're happy and that's ultimately what we all wanted to be is yes. is be happy. Yeah, I'm all about the teams. Yeah, <laughs> teams, teams, teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. No, yeah. go ahead. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's like I was thinking, who's gonna tell? Who's gonna <laughs> ask the next question? <laughs> I have about forty million swirling in my head. I'm like, which one do I pull? Um, okay, so tell us a little bit about because uh, you and I have talked in great length about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Danica's one of my clients, mm-hmm. and um, tell us a little bit about motherhood and what that was for you, and obviously through the divorce and all that kind of stuff, and your children. Yeah. So my my biggest blessings, my biggest gift in life are are my children, and I'm so thankful for them um and my my daughter so we connected on that um I think a few of us have daughters in coming into the teenage Mm -hmm. the teenage years um and she is actually so incredible she is another thing that evoked positive change in our entire family's life and what I can tell you, um, I'm really passionate about, uh, it's really if something's happening within the family and the kids are really struggling, which my daughter was, sometimes you have to look at yeah. yourself. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you when I was sick, my daughter was sick. Mm-hmm. And I did, you know, go get help because I thought something was going on at home. And the counselor took me outside of the room and said, what is happening with you Mm. (laughs) at home? And that was another pivotal moment. Um, And I love this woman. I actually need to reconnect with her. Diane Power Jeans. I don't know if you are going to... This is her name. She's incredible. (laughs) Diane Power Power Jeans. Jeans. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Wow. And, And kind of like what you guys are doing, she was just raw, truthful, told it like it was, did not sugarcoat anything. And that was another pivotal moment was I had to get a healthy environment for my child. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you the stronger, and I just went to work on myself as hard as I could. And the stronger I got, I can show you pictures of the past eight years and the stronger my daughter got. And the more she bloomed and the more she flourished and she is just excelling right now. And so... Motherhood is really interesting because maybe some of you might be the same 
maybe kind of a helicopter mom I was. Um, my daughter and I are very attached. My, my son too. I was the playdate mom. I was the volunteer mom. I was the field trip mom. Um, but I thought walking away and taking time for myself was um, a disservice to them. Uh, I can tell you when it got so bad that I just had to do that. Mm -hmm. That space, we all cried. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, we all missed each other. It was a new norm, but the kids have excelled in their Mm -hmm. lives and they are achieving at school in sports and life in in health Mm -hmm. when I got healthy. Nice. When you're the model. So Mm -hmm. how did you... um, I haven't really talked about this on the podcast, but I'm getting divorced. Mm-hmm. And how did you navigate? I found this morning so hard. I felt like my heart was broken for my kids. They mm-hmm. are so emotional, so sad, yeah. but I know it's going to get better. But I just wonder how you navigated those like big feelings with them, your kids, as you went through that. Like, I just see my daughter's little heart yeah. breaking and she cried and cried for like an hour this morning. I just tried to love her. I give yeah. her all the love, but it's hard. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. That's it. It is a um, big life event for the whole family and what you're going through right now. And I don't know if there is a right answer for for everyone I think you just showing them that you love them and that you're there and unfortunately we can't take away the pain so the the truth is it's a very hurtful process it's a painful process Um, and it's easier for me to talk about that now looking back and where my kids are now to compare to the day I said I was leaving (laughs) right? Um, But just love on them so hard. Be there, be open to conversation and be open to hear some things you don't want to hear. Right. (laughs) But that is their experience and that is their side of the story and that's how they're feeling. Right. Um, And I have to say, you know, for, for both sides, always speaking as highly as you can of, of each side. Um, and just love, I think just love prevail, prevails and just be open. And they're going to have to go through the pain. Mm. And there's some literature on that because that's another, as a mom, I always wanted to fix the pain for my kids. Don't let them feel the pain. Don't let them get hurt. Don't let them fall down. Um, but they are walking through their story and, mm-hmm. and their experiences are also shaping them, right? And so... They're going to hurt for a little bit. They're going to go through, th- through some things. Um, in, in my family, both of my children now, um, you know, six years later, are the best they've ever been. Mm-hmm. So the environment that was happening that we thought if we stayed, it would be better for the kids. It wasn't. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So. You know, it's it's a tough thing to go through. So I'm sorry to hear that. But well, no, yeah. thanks for sharing yeah. your experience for sure. Yeah. I think that's so beautiful. And I love how you said that because I think that's just it is we always want to cushion our children and we always want them to just have just this, but it, that's, you're, we're robbing them of their, of their experience and through hardship is growth and, and awakenings. And um, yeah, I love how you said that. And it in maybe just saying to them, I you probably have. I mean, you're amazing. I, I've watched you, right? Like, I mean, it, it is sad and it is, you can grieve this life. And, you know, when we had to sell the family home, 
that was the hardest. That was actually more hard than anything else because my kids were born in that house. Right. Um, and watching them go through that was heartbreaking. You talk to my kids now, we're in an even better house. Mm. I have 16 teenagers in my house every weekend because both (laughs) kids have like these basement suite bedrooms, (laughs) right? And you talk to them now, they're like, we're so glad we went through that pain. Moving day. Mm -hmm. No one was happy. That was a tough mom moment, but it created space for something even better. Mm -hmm. No one understood that at the time. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I'm on the other side looking in and yeah. it created space for something better. Yeah. Yeah. It's always the way, right? Always mm-hmm. the way. But mm-hmm. it's the going through it that we, I feel like as we take turns around the sun, I always say that as we go through things in life, we're able to move through them a little bit more knowing that like all the past things that have happened. And that's something that your kids now have, right? It's like, oh, okay, I got through that hurdle. Like now maybe the next big thing is like, it's still scary and big and hard, but like I survived it once. Yeah. Right? Like I can go through it now again, yeah. right? Experiencing and confidence yeah. again, right? And I think Brene Brown, who I love, I love oh, yeah. Brene Brown. I think mm-hmm. she talks a lot about allowing people to even friendships and people you're talking to, they don't want you to fix the pain, right? Mm-hmm. Like they need to process that. It's just being um, an open ear and a, a loved one to share their feelings with that is the most mm-hmm. important, right? Yeah, I think a counselor recently said to me that... Um, yeah, every like obviously everyone's allowed to have their own feelings, but sometimes we forget when we're in the thick of it, right? That you know, no matter what anybody's feeling, those are their feelings. And it's okay yeah. to have those. Yeah. Yeah. And as a mom, I have been sideswiped in those years of some comments that were made on how they viewed my side <laughs> of things. And it was hurtful to hear, mm-hmm. but that was their experience and their lens. Of the story. And I had to think that both my children had zero choice in Mm -hmm. the relationship they were born in. Right. And in the environment that was created. And when those comments kind of came at me, I really just had to say, okay, that's their their lens of this. And that's their experience. And I just said, I understand. Mm -hmm. No, and I'm sorry. Yeah. And... Now you you would talk to them and and life is great. So yeah, <laughs> no, that's yeah. good. Yeah. And I imagine you feeling healthy about yourself. Okay, I'll stop asking all the questions, but no, no, you feeling really good. healthy and like you know in that better space in your life in your own personal growth, your own personal journey helped you show up. I'm sure for them oh, in a much better way. Way like it's night and day. So um, eight years ago, um, I really sat very slouched. I said sorry about a hundred times a day. Oh my God. She's thinking about me. (laughs) (laughs) You wouldn't recognize me. Mm. Anyone who knows me today would not know who I was. Mm -hmm. Um, And I also had that uh, stature and demeanor towards my children. So as the way I show up in motherhood and the way I show up, um, I have clearer boundaries with my children, which has, they're happier yeah. <laughs> because there is a structure to life, I think, because, um, yeah, and, and it, it dramatically changed. And, and I think um, when the environment is sick, I'm sick. My children are feeling like mm-hmm. it's just, it, it translates everywhere. Right. Yeah. yeah. 
And probably because you had said too that now you have a very healthy relationship with your ex-husband and that yeah. probably did not even seem remotely possible at the time. And I once heard someone say that it's not divorce that's hard on kids. It's how we, we we go through the divorce. Like we as partners handle the divorce. That's what's hard on them. So coming around full circle now and having this amazing relationship is probably mm. so part of the healing, right? I think so. And it just gives a testament. Um, it it takes all three of us, right? So yeah. I look at um, my my ex and that took forgiveness and love on his side, right? A decision mm-hmm. for that. Yeah. My husband now takes a ton of love and forgiveness to constantly, you know, accept the children's father into our home and then sit beside us. And that's a decision for him too. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, for myself, I base my life on forgiveness and love. And I think that is, it, it, it just brings back tenfold blessings when, when that happens. Um, so it does make an enjoyable environment for the kids. Now, I'm not going to lie. If you talk to my ex-husband, there's probably minutes like he just wants to scream when he's biting his tongue, right? Mm-hmm. Because of course, there's dynamics and there's reasons why we didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And those don't change. It's just our reaction to them changes. Mm-hmm. So I give it to him because there's probably moments he just wants to just let loose <laughs> and, and choose his peace. Yeah. There's the moments choice. I'm in the same boat. And I choose peace. And there's moments that my husband's in the same boat and he chooses peace. And it it does create a pretty cool environment. So each baseball season when we have a new team, no one knows who's the dad, who's the mom, who's the wife, who's like, it's like, you seem very like, you seem very progressive. They're all staring at you. (laughs) Who does that kid belong to? Yeah. (laughs) Keep them on their toes. Yeah. And you know, they're out there doing field prep together. You know, both, both the men are out there side by side doing the chalk, raking. I'm out there too. Um, and but it took I would say uh, five years before that closeness happened. It was about two and a half, three years of not the funnest times mm-hmm. for anyone. Um, so, but time heals, right? Mm-hmm. And but I would argue too that probably you know it takes it does take one person to catalyze a relationship, and so probably your work and your boundaries and saying this is how it's going to be, and I choose peace, probably really. Um, helped him engage and follow your lead. Yeah. Both just, men. Yeah. Yeah. Um, e- e- there was kind of a pivotal moment when it happened between the men. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, my ex-husband wanted to park the boat in my husband's driveway. Well, it's mine too, right? He asked yeah. me first. I'm like, I'm kind of traditional in a way. I'm like, look, the kitchen's mine. The driveway's his. Yeah. You got to yeah. ask him. So uh, when he asked, my husband came in and he was like, Oh my gosh, like, am I going to do this? Like, yeah. really? Like, do I want this boat here? And I looked at him and I said, love brings love. Yeah. And he rolled his eyes <laughs> and he said, are you kidding me right now? And I said, love brings love. Wow. And he walked out the door. I said, sure, buddy, you can park it here. And they have been actually like really great friends. <laughs> <laughs> what a remarkable situation. Oh, that cool. you really helped him to just like, what a great way to handle that. Yeah. What and I'm thankful though way. that he received it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. Yes. He, yeah. I'm, I'm thankful. And that's that whole thing of growing together. Together. Yeah. yeah. And I think when 
you have a partner and you grow together, it is the most incredible thing. Like we're so excited. Uh, I, okay, so Jay Shetty, do you know him? He's yeah, I know Jay Shetty. He's okay, amazing. so he just wrote a book uh, about love, yeah. right? Oh, okay, and he just did a podcast on it, and he talks about that we're expected to know how to love, mm-hmm. but that we actually don't know. Like you're just not born knowing how to love. You're not just yeah. born knowing how to ride a two wheel bike, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and so one thing he said is when you have a partner, you should always try a new activity mm-hmm. together. So, mm. you know, maybe that is motorcycling or maybe that's wakeboarding. Something you both have neither yeah. tried, right? You can't have one person knowing how to do it in the other. Um, and so it's always about growing together in that mm-hmm. way. And he says what happens is you see them in a light you've never seen them before. Mm. And we can get so trapped in the mundane daily activity mm. that we kind of just see each other there. But when you see your partner on a motorcycle for the first time mm-hmm. and you're doing your like test together, you're like, oh, you're looking <laughs> a little bit different there, well, right? It's also a state of vulnerability, right? Like you're both new to something and you both have the beginner mindset. Yeah. And so I'm thankful. So Carson mm-hmm. is always on this growing path mm-hmm. with me and we're really excited. Uh, it reminds me, we're going to go to Jamie Morgan's dancing networking oh, yeah, class. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Because we both really don't know how to couple dance like properly. And so that's an environment where we we both mm-hmm. don't know what we're doing. We're both going to learn something new. And yeah, just fun. having a partner to do all those things yeah. with is exciting. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I can relate because mm-hmm. my husband came into my life fast and furious. And I was in an eight and a half year relationship prior to that. That wasn't very healthy at the end. And uh, yeah, I mean, we've grown together and... I didn't know what love was and I didn't know how to love until I met my husband now. And we're just, you know, we've been growing together. Mm -hmm. We're doing courses together. We're experiencing, we love, you know, even just traveling, just the two of us and meeting new people and doing, you know, our our thing is Vegas. We go to Vegas. I don't want any kids. I don't want anything like that. Just the two of us or, you know, group of friends. But every time we go, we do something new that we haven't done before. Right. So, you know, we've done the helicopter and the thing. We rented the supercars. I did the topless pool thing because I'm like, "Ah, I'm going to do it before I get all like saggy. Although you go girl. Yeah. So, (laughs) you know, like, we did and it it just brings us so much closer together because we're doing these things for the first time together yeah so I am you know struggling right now because he was working out of town Mm -hmm. so he's gone Monday to Friday and uh, I do miss the team I miss the team in parenting because Mm -hmm. now I'm you know with the girls by myself I mean I do have my mom but uh you know, there's days we're on the same page and then there's days that we're not, right? And and the way I parent is different. And, you know, so yeah, it, it, I do miss that team. And, you know, next week, he, it's like, you know what? Because we've had so much happen in the last few months. Mm-hmm. Um, we even talked to, today, this morning going, oh my gosh, like we do miss just hanging out the two of us. Like we haven't connected, like in, you know, in that way, because there's always people around, there's always something that's going on. There's always, you know, somebody in our space and we're, it's not our time. 
Um, so that's why I'm sometimes grateful when Amy or Alex sends their kids over for sleepover, then we don't have extra bodies in our bed that I can actually right. cuddle with my husband, right? Yeah. I actually asked Amy, I'm like, asked Amy, can you just please leave your kids so they're not in my bed so I can sleep with my husband? Well, even my daughter had said, mom, can I come home? Because I did just, I said, no, you have to stay tonight. Sorry, tonight's the night. Sorry, tonight's this my night. No, those are good said, friends. Can you, this, can you just do this one thing for mommy? Yeah. Anytime. Just, I'll make it up to you. But she was so tired. She's like, please. And yeah. you can see her face. She's like, yeah. Those are the friends you need to have, ladies. Those are the friends you need to have. Yeah. So yeah, I want my fun. daughter. Yeah. So, which is is a good point too. So everyone here is in business and mothers, and mm-hmm. you know, doing all the things and taking the time out to reconnect is yeah. so important. And what I found in you know my next stage of life, I'm going to call it, is I cannot wait to schedule a break and spend that time with Carson. Mm -hmm. And if you're a person before I was feeling like, and you know, if you talk to the children's father, I would never do that in that, in that marriage, Mm -hmm. but I don't think I was excited to. Right. And so I think that's something to evaluate, but also it is important if you are excited to spend Mm -hmm. time with that person to make the time to reconnect and make sure that relationship is healthy and good Mm -hmm. and you're paying as much attention to it as you are your business. Because what I do know is is when Carson and I are strong, Mm -hmm. my business is strong. My parenting is strong. If we go through something, it feels like everything topples over. Mm -hmm. So it's really the core. Yeah. So make that time. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm very lucky, Ben Wealth, so the firm I'm with, Daniel Boussier owns it. He'll be like, go home to your husband right now. Yeah. (laughs) And he will create the time for me to do that. He's a smart guy. He knows that when my marriage is strong, my business is strong. Yeah. 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 That's Mm -hmm. fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm like waiting for this winter thing to be over because... You know, I can, I drive to Chilliwack sometimes just to be with my husband and and spend that time, you know, even just go on a date, we paddleboard and all that kind of stuff, just the two of us. But with the Coquihalla being, you know, Mm. all winter stormy and stuff, he had to leave yesterday instead of this morning, which kind of sucked because then I feel like I've been robbed Mm -hmm. a day with my husband or an evening with my husband. Um, But yeah, so I'm, I'm hoping in the next a week or two because it, it's it's been enough time where okay I need to spend that time I think what you're talking about so there's so many families in Kelowna where a spouse is working out of mm-hmm, town mm-hmm. so I think it's really important what you're bringing up because there is I would say there's 50 so to 60 percent mm-hmm. of families in the Okanagan are experiencing you know what you're doing and how do you guys make that work yeah. so if you don't see him for five days, you know, um, and then he's just home for weekends, let's say for a few months at a time. How do you guys make it work? How do you make sure that it stays connected? Well, we do. So like I said, date nights are are big for us. Mm -hmm. Um, We do take that time in the morning. We'll do some reading or we'll watch. I make him watch uh, Love is Blind. (laughs) I didn't know if you were going to out him on that. Totally out him on that. What is this? I, like, I almost said something. I'm like, keep your mouth shut, Alex. Yes. <laughs> but I do. It was love is blind. What is love is blind? Oh, it's, a, it's the a, best it's show a, ever on Netflix. There's it's a show list. where it is. It's totally. But we get so into it. It's kind of uh, so. It's a it's a show where the men and women never see each other, and okay. they have and they go on these dates, okay. and then they fall in love, and then the guy proposes to the 
Women They've never seen each they other. No, and then once they, they propose, that's when they reveal the open to see. The, that's when they see each other, and then oh. they go on a honeymoon stage kind of thing, and then within a month they're married, right? Yes or no? Like you know, so it's kind of funny because when Lee and I met, he were worked out of town, so I met him twice. Uh, first time I didn't remember him, but whatever. That's another story <laughs> for another day. Uh, so the next time we, we connected, he said next day, we were bar stars, okay? Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, he uh, asked for my number and then he was gone for 30 days. So 30 days of us talking on the phone, mm. we connected on a much deeper level, much quicker. I think that's why I connect with the stupid show because yeah. it kind of brings me back to the times where he worked away and we spent so much time talking and building that bond because we bought a house three months into our relationship mm-hmm. um it was fast and furious but here we are we've been married 14 years 17 together and oh, congratulations I'm, thank you yeah and i'm still madly in love with the guy like you know i do that, yeah. wait for him to come home and he waits like you know and sometimes I do still get the butterflies, which is crazy, right? Like, and then or, or he'll, he'll wear something. I'm like, oh my God, he's still 16. And he looks at me like, oh, stop it. You know? But there is that. I think it's um, a good point though, that you connected on that mind yeah. soul level. Mm-hmm. And that is so yeah. deep, right? Yeah. Rather than um, just being in each other's presence. And it's more of a physical passion yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. You have that, but you 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 made the root yeah. first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's how... You know, we're, we've always had challenges and I've always had careers, which I think that's what helped our relationship survive is because I was able and willing to travel to places that he was at. So I did always make that time to go and see him and connect. And, you know, I'm not going to say I don't like golf it's not my favorite but I will go and drive the cart with him I will do the nine and I'll sit there and drink the beer watch him do it on his 18 whatever but I do it because I know it makes him happy and he loves when I'm there yeah so doing those things I may not want to do I do it for for him yes because I can see how much fun he's having we're having fun right but it's not something to go to so actually you know, he does things like watch Love is Blind yeah. <laughs> for me and I'll go golfing. You know, like it's it's same, a same, same, same. <laughs> and, and that's the win, right? Yeah. So um, a relationship, I think friendship, marriage, business is not 50-50. Mm-hmm. It's 100-100. Yeah. And a real shift for me in, in business. Uh, and when I look at uh, when I met Carson, he really taught me it's not one of my getting Mm -hmm. what can I give and a lot of times I found if Mm. I wasn't getting what I wanted out of my business or if I wasn't getting what I wanted out of the marriage if I felt a lack really I needed to start giving more Mm -hmm. and once I started to give more right start referring my friends more start connecting them more getting their businesses growing Mm -hmm. or you know if I was really tired taking that time anyways to do that special date or arrange something that's when I started to Mm. receive so Mm -hmm. that was a big I think that's what it is right it's a hundred hundred yeah and that's what you guys do for each other yeah yeah Mm-hmm. That's nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think we've we could write a book. No, maybe. I was just thinking about how um I do like about you too how like one day uh 
Bella's friend Anya was over and she was like, I mean, the thing with Lee is that if I had to pick hanging out with any of you bitches, it would be Lee. (laughs) (laughs) Then uh, Not that she was saying that, but she was like, I'd rather hang out with Lee. And uh, he was like, the other day I was like, yeah. And then that's what Bella said about you. And he's like, I feel the same way. Like I'd always want to hang out with her first. So I think it's a nice, yeah. 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 Well, beautiful. Yeah. Because when you, you find your soulmate, they're your person. Right? Yeah, and not that I don't, you know, I do have best girlfriends because mm-hmm. I let me tell you, I need my space away from being a mother, a, mm-hmm. a, a daughter, a wife. I just want to be me without mm-hmm. having mm-hmm. to worry about anybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if I had to choose a person mm-hmm. to be stranded on an island, <laughs> it would be my husband. <laughs> That's wonderful. And I didn't know that existed. Right. Yeah. So. Um, my, I always had my girlfriends and I said they were my soulmates. So in my, you know, first kind mm-hmm. of half of life. Yeah. Um, but it, it, I didn't realize it until I met Carson that that yeah. existed out there in, in a mate also, yeah. right. In a, in a husband. Yeah. So very so, cool. Yeah. Yes. That's the key though too is, you know, and I think, um, you know, I always say to my daughters moving forward, like, you know, I think the the trouble is sometimes we try to find all the things we need in one person. And mm-hmm. I think it's important. You need to have girlfriends and you need to have a, a person like a, a, you know, your partner and your romantic partner. And then you need to have a business partner and, you know, your soulmates come in all forms, right? Yes. You can have yes. soulmates that are friends. You can have a soulmate yeah. that you marry. Sometimes yeah. you, you know, and I think we get tripped up when it's like, you know, your husband has to be everything. And it's like, sure. he's not going to do that. <laughs> for, for sure. And I think there's seasons too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And so in the season I needed, my best friends were my soulmates. Mm -hmm. Um, And I will say, I do think my whole life has happened for me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Every single thing I can see it now all unravel has happened for me. And, you know, God gave me the perfect father for my children. And although he wasn't, you know, my, my soulmate in that, in that marriage, um, he is the most wonderful, loving father mm-hmm. and great genetics. My son's six, five yeah. now, 15 <laughs> years old, you know, like genetically made to play ball and, yeah. and, uh, yeah. And my daughter is strong and powerful and brave and courageous. And I think that comes from her, her dad. Right. And so I think it's seasons. And so that was a season of my life. And like I said, I have two beautiful children with an incredible father who loves them more than anything in this world. And he was great through like, he's this big, strong guy, like through having the children, I could just hang off of him in the hospital. He didn't say a word and it was just perfect. Like he was a perfect person for me in, in those places. Um, And then in this season, Carson's my everything, right? In, In my, in my soulmates. And so sometimes we say, I wish we were each other's first because he's also divorced. Um, But then we look at each other and I would not be who I am. Mm -hmm. And he would definitely not be who he is. And who knows if we would be this perfect match when we weren't these two people. Divine timing. Right? So I do believe in seasons too. Mm -hmm. And I think, um, you know, there was a quote on Facebook uh, just the other day. She's actually a mortgage broker in town. I want to meet her so badly. (laughs) Uh, Her name's Lisa. And she said, you know, if we weren't meant to move, we would have roots, not feet. Yeah. Right? And Uh, I think... Oh, that's good. Yeah. I think, Amy, we might have been talking about it when you were doing my hair. Uh, But... 
I grew up and maybe, you know, our grandparents almost like you stayed in a marriage forever. You stayed at the same Mm -hmm. company for 35 Mm -hmm. years. I didn't think growing up that change happened. Mm -hmm. I think thing, I thought things kind of stayed static, right? Like, Mm -hmm. um, but now, um, I think I said this to you, I will never be unhappy ever again. Mm -hmm. I will never be unhappy in a job. I will never be unhappy in a relationship. Mm. And I think that's why Carson and I try so hard because we both know we are, we both know. Yeah. Like we, and that's, I think creates all the effort. Yeah. I will, there is no reason in my life. And that first decision took forever and it was so hard. 10 years before I made it, my girlfriends had an intervention. I was so mad at them that they said I had to leave. Yeah. 10 years later. Wow. Is when I did. When you got the. And that was the first move, like the first jump off the diving board. Yeah. And now that I made that move, there is no reason in this world to be unhappy. Yeah. Yeah. I can choose happiness every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it just takes movement. Yeah. <laughs> and I have a partner that'll move. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, me so, too. True. <laughs> so true. He's like, I'm coming, baby. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going yeah. with you. Yeah. yeah, he won't be left behind. But, yeah. but isn't that amazing though? That's what creates part of your your sex appeal too. You know, it's like, it's like, you're not stuck. You're not desperate. It's, you know, you have this whole, you are you. An essence on your own. Yeah. And he's just, you know, he's just a part of that. Yeah. And yeah, he's my biggest cheerleader. I love him. And and that's, you know, that's the other thing. Uh, Jay Shetty in that same book said, uh, love is really three things. One is that you actually like the person, Mm -hmm. right? So (laughs) you can be like uh, infatuated and love a person, but not like them. But Mm -hmm. to true love, you like the person. Um, The second is you respect Mm -hmm. their values, Mm -hmm. which I thought was an interesting one. So he says, it's not that you have the same values. It's that you respect them. them. Yeah, Interesting. And his third was that you are committed to whatever it takes to make them win. And for everyone that's different, that's the biggest cheerleader Mm -hmm. thing. So Carson puts up with me not home a lot, (laughs) having to do like some errands that are left or whatever. He he commits to those things Mm because he sees that when, you know, I'm winning in the places I want to win, I'm more fulfilled. And I'm committed to things that make him win. And a lot of that is time, hopping on the Harley, going for yeah. a motorcycle ride, you know, dates, you know, yeah. things that, that help him to win too, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So I think that's a big part of it too. Yeah. Businesswoman by day, hopping on a Harley by night. That's right. That's right. I'm just picturing you in your like leather jacket. <laughs> you told me that, but I'm like, you're. Well, she's more already more wearing the. Leather I know, pants, right? So I can just see. Needs There's a helmet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to the next level, Danica. Yeah. 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 So you will find us on a red Harley most weekends. Yeah, yeah that's what we do, and I think. We talked about this maybe too, but I don't think you should be defined by one name or one title. Yeah, I think we are many things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I did hear a quote once that said, don't be caged by the names that they call you. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Um, because we are many things. So mm-hmm. am, I, am I a biker mama? Yes. Am yeah. I a wealth advisor? Yes. You know, there's these different parts of me mm-hmm. and we are all created to be yeah. magnificent things. And if when I... I am all of the things is when I'm happiest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't cage this bird. This no. bird needs to fly. <laughs> That's my thing is don't cage me. No. <laughs> pick your eyes out. <laughs> yeah. And but, there's some yeah. literature on that yeah. actually. <laughs> Have you ever read Women Who Run With Wolves? I've heard, that's I've heard, heard, of, heard that. of it. Have you read it, Alice? No. 
And if you're raising daughters, mm. it's like this 1970s book. So I had some um, mentors uh, when I was going through my divorce. What I found was my girlfriends kind of in their 30s, they wanted to keep me safe. Like the, like the mother who doesn't want their daughter yeah. or son mm-hmm. to hurt. So my friends in their 30s were just trying to don't hurt Danica, don't hurt. Whereas my relationships with women who are in their 60s, they just were like brutal truth. Like, and it was actually the most valuable advice was the brutal, painful truth. Mm-hmm. But she gave me this book, Women Who Run With Wolves. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just talks about how society over time, I think it's getting better now, but has put little girls in these kind of cages. Mm-hmm. And uh, especially for um, some women, like so my daughter, right? So some women like growing up, little girls are quiet and clean and pretty and, you know, just quaint. And if you're a woman who's powerful and (laughs) courageous and making moves, that cage can feel suffocating. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. And um, it's really the spaces where we get let loose to roam, uh, where we really thrive. It also talks about women are like wolves and that we need to go out alone Mm -hmm. And we need to hunt and we need to, um, you know, get our prey, whether that, whatever that may be, business (laughs) or a mate. But then we also need to come back together in a wolf pack and they, they come together, they go and they hunt and they come together and they stand and they just center and they all breathe. Mm -hmm. Right. And as women, I think Kelowna women in business is like this. Let's not share. Coda podcast Mm -hmm. is a place where women go out there do their things, become successful, but then we need to come together to mm-hmm. focus and center and yeah, I like that. Things. Yeah, bring your pack. So together. it's a good book. Yeah. It's I a good book. book. Because I'm going to read a wolf. I, that's my spirit animal. Oh my gosh, you wolf. need to read this book. Oh. I totally need to. I have my uh, Vancouver Zoo wolf. Uh, t-shirt because it was cold one okay, day. She owns a t-shirt, guys. I, I <laughs> it so it's yeah. like, you know when you keep hearing things? Yeah. It's like, then okay, you, have to do it. you gotta do it. Well, yeah. it's a bit like the concept in the Glenn and Doyle book too, right? Like of being that wild cheetah being mm-hmm. caged. Untamed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where in, in business or friendships or marriage where I think um, people are all confident enough to let each other be free. So mm-hmm. that's where... I thrive. I'm sure many people thrive. Mm-hmm. So Ben and Wealth give me the freedom to do mm-hmm. the things that I believe in, passionate about, mm-hmm. fill my cup. Same thing with Carson. They just let me run. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just really where... free. Yeah. yeah. That's where free. success is. Yeah. Collaboration, creativity, all yeah. those things. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's great. Wow. Well, another mind well, blower. Hey, girls. Yeah. That was yeah, so that was good. So awesome. I know it's... Like, yeah. Time flies time when you're flies. having fun and yeah. you look at the time. I'm like, oh my oh, gosh. I know. All right. Well, we have some questions. Okay. So you. we always do a few little rapid fire questions at okay. the end. Okay. So tell us about a time in motherhood, maybe, where something happened and you're like, oh, if I could do a reset button on this moment, I would do it. <laughs> this first thing, should I just say the first yeah, thing? Yeah, the first thing is mine. Okay. This is horrible. Okay, I I think my daughter was maybe three and I was setting up for her birthday party and I'm like, baby, go get me the scissors. Well, like I lived in like this uh, level where you go all the way up the stairs in the kitchen to get the scissors. My three-year-old baby had the scissors in her hand and like fell down the stairs (laughs) and then comes out of the building like, got the mummy. I was like, you could have, like, I didn't say this, but yeah. I'm like, she could have died. Yeah. <laughs> I wish yeah. I didn't do that. Okay. Yeah. 
That's a moment. That's a good moment. example. <laughs> let your child <laughs> at three go get scissors up and down run, the stairs. Run, yeah. All the scissors. You did say she was strong and courageous, <laughs> and then she landed with those scissors. Yeah. She did. So. My warrior princess. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Oh, well, that's that was awesome. so great. And yeah. just tell us where people can find you. Yeah, so I think the best place is Mom Wife Money on Instagram. Yeah. So you will see me with uh, my fitness and health journey, with my marriage, and also some great tips in wealth management and how mm. to become money confident because, ladies, you can do it. You can manage your money and you can grow your wealth. Amazing. Yeah, we didn't well, even get a chance to yeah. touch on all the Next wealth time. tips. We'll have there to have you back on. Part two, we were laughing. Part two, <laughs> I was like, oh, there'll be a part one and then a part two. Yeah. <laughs> life, life is the bigger yeah, picture, but, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, well, thank you for coming. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Thank you so, so much for having me, guys. Love yeah. my time here. Yeah, awesome. awesome. Okay. Thank you. Till we meet thank again. You. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. Now we want to hear from you. So tell us what's going on in your world. What's what's working? What's not working? How we can support you? What are some good topics? And don't forget to follow us at Let's Not Sugarcoat It Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Until next time. Bye. Bye. See you.